The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show, reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. What are you laughing at, Mikey? Chris, like every time Jay starts the episode, you're on your phone. Like you can't be bothered to be here. No, it's because I'm prepping for the notes. I got to get myself like ready. I do my notes on my phone. Like, right. You know what? You know what it looks like? You right are? before the show starts. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, I thought, that's, that's I thought of a really good idea. All of a sudden oh, okay. to talk about. Okay, and well, you know what? You're always criticizing me. This is actually perfect segue into what I was going to say. You're <laughs> bitching about my camera light. You're bitching about when I drop shit. We've actually had comments from, you know, Instagram people like our I friend Michael Schofield, who said, "I think what John, oh, hilarious, but not as hilarious as Chris flinging his phone a few episodes ago." So, uh-huh. as I was saying, a man uh-huh. of the people, as usual, uh-huh. I am getting love for all these things. People want they don't want everything so picture perfect like your face, Mikey. They want to have a little bit of you know inside baseball, so to speak. So you keep criticizing <laughs> me all you want. But you're fucking wrong. Your face looks like it got hit by a couple baseballs. So maybe that's what they're looking for. That was the worst joke ever. It wasn't wasn't great. I want to see the tally on the (laughs) other side. The anti Chris phone flipping tally. Like how many people voted? Hey, when Chris dropped his phone, I lost all faith in humanity. Did we get any Mm. of those comments? Zero. You know, so I'm 100 percent. I'm 100 percent right. Mikey's 100 percent wrong. So is that far. yeah? Okay. I don't know. I feel it's like a, you're it's filtering a one to, it's a one bit. to nothing. It's a one to nothing okay. ratio, but still, I'm 100. percent Science is science. Facts are facts. Hey, Chris. Facts. facts. Spe- yeah. Can you tell me? Can you? Yeah. Can you tell me what the date is today, please? Well, this episode was. <laughs> <laughs> you just turned <laughs> into a fucking tour guide. <laughs> this episode was released on April 25th of the year 2004. Okay. And it's funny. This actually isn't a very funny fact because it just goes to show how. Little progress as a civilization, North America, the States, Canada, whatever is made. Because uh-huh. on this date, back in 2004, hundreds of thousands of people marched Washington, Washington D.C. to protest President Bush's anti-abortion policies. So uh-huh. basically, nothing's fucking changed in, you know, 20-something years or 18 years. It's, in uh, fact, when it, when it comes to abortion... Uh, the the change is kind of negative because Roe v. Wade has has been been called the question essentially overturned. So you may argue that it's just gotten worse. Yeah, how are how are we just fighting over the same shit? No one fucking there was nothing wrong with anything. It was it is I don't know whatever. I don't want to get into politics on this very much, but it's just sad that like okay, let me two decades later, there's been no fucking progress at all. Let me say this, Chris. You know how you're often you bring this up. You're like, nothing's changing. We're not. Oh, why are we also? Oh, I I don't want to get into it. You know, that anger and frustration and that impotent rage that you feel when you talk about that stuff. That's me. Every time you log into this app for us to record and your camera isn't isn't set up right. Your lighting. Who gave me this computer to use? Who gave me this camera to use? Who gave me this microphone to use? I gave you all of those things. You're using them. You're giving me fault. You're giving me faulty fucking bogus shit to use and you can also put give, this on me i can also give you a fucking ferrari but if you crash it into the side of a tree it doesn't mean that it's my fault it means you don't yeah, know how to is. drive the ferrari you, you should know i'm irresponsible and i can't handle a ferrari well i'm learning that uh the longer that this podcast goes on jay, uh, jay how are you of, doing today quite well thank you yeah you're just <laughs> now that we get our this. you know pre-episode <laughs> me and mikey bickering at each other i'd like to know how hey, your guys. day was jay you know what my day's been fantastic. Thank you for asking. You know what? Um, for once, I'm going to turn a new, le- new leaf, guys. New mm. leaf. Let's just start the fucking show. No more delays. Okay? All right. Sounds let's good. It. Let's do it. Welcome, everybody, to the Jiggly Wiggly Jiggly Wiggly Jiggly Wiggly Show. <laughs> it's Viva La Bam, Season 2, Episode 1. We are back into another season. It feels like just yesterday, I swear to God, guys, that we were doing this. And I... I realized something the other day that kind of blew my mind a little bit. I'm going to take you guys on a little ride with me. So strap the fuck in. All right. So as of recording the episode, (laughs) shut shut your mouth. You know, I'm bad at this. Uh, (laughs) Hey man, you're the one who wanted to open the show on abortion. So whatever. Uh, As of recording, abortion of an intro speaking of it is, but this is episode 79 of the podcast right now. 
Um, just, just to put this into perspective for you, we started doing Viva La Bam related content when we did our little split with Wild Boys and Viva La Bam back in episode 28. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've come a long fucking way, guys. And in that time, for anybody who's new to the show, we've already covered Jackass season one, two, three, the first movie, the second movie, 2.5, the fucking fourth movie. I just want to say, guys, it's been a fucking ride, and we are getting closer and closer all the time to hitting triple digits here. I just got to say, it's been fun. It has been been fun. fun. I just wanted to start the show with that. So Hmm. there you go. I like that. Time flies. I do. I do like that. And uh, just like time flies in the world of Viva La Bam, Tom Foolery last year, we get a little bit of a Mon Foolery montage here, and we look at all the things that happened in season one, and uh, now it's time to move out of the neighborhood. Turns out those eviction notices they got at the end of the last season, maybe they weren't so fake after all. I don't know, but we're moving out of Ape's house. We're going to college. Wait, no. Mm. Bam's taking everybody in the house with him, including mom and dad. That's cute. It is cute. Um, so that's the setup for this episode, and I gotta ask, there is a little bit of an absence in the room. N- not in a bad way, though. This is like a good absence, because Don Vito's not there, but instead they've got this cardboard cutout Vito. Yes. What's up with that? I don't know, but I liked it. That, that was, you know what, we talked about season one of Viva La Bam kind of being uh, a little bit of a letdown in a way. It was like, oh, right, okay, I remember what this is about, but it felt like they hadn't quite hit their stride. Um I was laughing like from scene one in this episode. This episode was fucking wild. There was so much going on, maybe too much going on, but it definitely had some laughs and it started with Don Vito's cardboard cutout. For some reason, they fucking nail a pizza to his mouth. Um, (laughs) But the best part about this was was almost unnoticed by everyone uh, in, in the room. Bam does a surprisingly rare not often seen impression of Don Vito at this point, and he fucking nails it. It's a great impression. You constantly wonder, you're like, I can barely see how Bam Margera is related to Phil. I can barely see how Phil is related to Don Vito, but clearly they're all related. Don Vito is Bam's uncle. When he does that impression and you see his physiology change, you're like, oh my God, I like you had a couple hundred pounds and gray hair and a lazy eye. Like I can see how Bam Margera could be a relative of, of Don Vito at this point. Speaking of Don Vito, I was thinking about this like before we're doing a recording, and this is how I'm going to play it. Feel free to to join me along on this this philosophy if you guys okay. choose. If you don't, I totally understand why. I'll but, stay behind. You know, we, we, we've been <laughs> we've been kind of beaten up, not beaten up, rightfully so, whatever on Don Vito, what he did, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I feel like we've beat on a dead horse. We've hit it. We've hit it. We've hit it. I want to kind of, for the sake of our show and for the sake of going back and enjoying the show, I'm I'm just gonna like. Try and pretend that that wasn't the case and look at Don Vito the way that I did before any of this happened because he's just such an integral part of the show and his stupidity in this. And we're going to be making fun of him in the process of it and laughing at him, laughing with him. So for me, I'm just going to like scrub that out of my mind for as much as I possibly can and just kind of take it for what it is. This is a show. This was a time capsule. And I just want to enjoy it for what it was personally. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. I actually I think it's a good idea to get that out of the way up front. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. going to come up where he does something or says something and it recontextualizes it. And I'm sure between Jay and myself, one of us will mention something about it. But I do know that our listeners think more along the lines of you, Chris. We get that a lot. You know, it's like leave Don Vito alone. We don't you know care why? about his personal people because he's a man of the people. He's a man. <laughs> it's just it just turns out that maybe the if people anybody ever said Chris Aaronworth well. was not a saint. <laughs> I don't know about Saint. But, I don't know how you forgive uh, the, forgive those deeds, but somehow he finds it in his heart to uh, look through the folds, the dents, and all the imperfections. He does. Find something beautiful on the inside. He does. Uh, 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 turn the other cheek, as they say, and Chris, Chris is definitely finding a way to do that with Don Vito, yeah. Hey, I got a question. When, yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. You first. I was, I, I was just going to say, like, you know, like you're sitting there, like how often in life, could a son be like, hey, mom, dad, I'm buying us a mansion and we're all going to live together. Just like happy old times. And at first, the, you know, like Ape at first is probably like, this is so nice. And then very quickly it pops in her head. This is going to be absolute fucking hell. Miserable. Like, imagine the fear and anxiety she would thinking, knowing she's got a fucking her crazy son who now has control and ultimate say on everything that goes on. She yeah. has to be there part of it with an MTV and an MTV budget pushing him to do the most ridiculous shit. 
This would fucking stress me the fuck out if I was Ape or or Phil, for example. I think Phil yeah. is a little bit better at it. I think Phil, Phil, I didn't. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading into it the way I want to. But as a kid, I thought Phil hated it. I thought Phil was just like, oh fuck my kid. Oh, I can't deal with this numbskull. I think Phil's yeah. a great actor. You're, I think Phil plays right. along really well. I think he, he probably knows, has so much fun. It brings out I his bet childhood. He does. I think <laughs> yeah. he, he, oh, yeah. he was yeah. probably a rap scallion just like uh, when he was a kid, just like Bam is now. And this is his opportunity to relive all that. I think. I think that's definitely True. more of a. Like to him, that's just like, all right, let's go. Like Jay said, let's go back to college. Like, like to him, he's just like, I'm going to live with the boys. I'm going to be one of the boys. I'm going to be famous as a result. I also think Ape has an element of that in her. I think she also, though, just I think she struggles with it a little bit more, but she seems to have some fun with it, too. When when you pay close attention. So I know we said we were going to leave Don Vito alone, but <laughs> I mean, if that guy needs a few extra body parts, go listen to last week's episode. Do you got to pay extra shipping on that? What do you guys think? It's like the shipping going to be extra on the on the bonus body parts for Vito or if he needs. I, I don't even remember last week, I, last week. Yeah, episode. I'm trying to think of that. What well. did we say? <laughs> OK, I'll take you back. I'll take you back in the time machine. Jump in. <laughs> OK, so we get back to when we were having a little discussion about Preston Lacey and he's bending over, you know, the uh, the uh, BBW. Um, uh, what did Chris call it? The uh, the extra butt that looks like a, a lady. Oh, chubby vagina. Ed- oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Was it last yeah, week's yeah. episode. That was that was uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But listen, we go back and we mentioned that, you know, there's body parts that get added on once you're over right. a certain weight threshold. I'm right. just wondering, Don Vito, he's got so many of these things. Someone's got to ship those out. The shipping's got to be extra. You know, it's, it's forget it. They've got Amazon Prime. It's not a big deal. <laughs> um, they want they to move somewhere. Prime. They got what? Sorry? Rabazon Prime. <laughs> Jesus guy? Christ. What? <laughs> Fuck. Thank you. Uh, the destination <laughs> is going to be a bigger place with less a-holes, according to Bam Margera. And the show now turns into home wreckers with Ryan Dunn. We get the, uh, you know, yes. shots yeah. of all the rooms. We're going through the house that tell you how many bathrooms are in there, how many bedrooms, all your stuff. Ooh, look, guys, we found a hockey rink. So we stop and play some hockey for a while. I love the shot after they get out of the rink, the neighbors across the street looking through the bushes at them like a couple of scared ground squirrels. You know, Bam's coming in to steal all the nuts for the hibernation <laughs> season. It's, it's, I, I like that part as well. I like the realism of it being like, well, I mean, you know, I doubt it's like, oh my God, this guy's going to be a rapscallion. It's like, oh, there's a whole fucking production crew going into this house. Who are these kids in the giant Hummer? They dodged uh, a fucking <laughs> bullet, didn't they? They ever? dodged a fucking bullet. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, the fact that, like, again, I, I talk about this all the time, but, like, going back and watching these shows as an adult as opposed to, like, just a little kid that isn't thinking too much beyond the dumb shit that's happening in this sketch. I'm like, he goes to an open house, Bam does, with his friends. They play hockey, and he just fucking throws a lamp in the middle of it and breaks a lamp. I'm like, that's not your lamp. That's no, someone's, no, no. That's someone's MTV lamp. MTV budget. MTV yeah, budget, Yeah, MTV Mikey. would pay it's for okay. it. But yeah. it's just the idea of the audacity to do something like that. I'm like, man, that only only a certain kind of person would would have it in them to do that. Well, Mikey, I think you missed the top of the show. Bam Margera. What will he do next? Whatever the Whatever fuck he wants. Fuck he I'm wants. glad that's, that's it, back because that was missing. That was yeah. missing from season one. I missed that. Yeah. You pop for that one a little bit. I popped. I definitely popped. I like popping your asshole. <laughs> hey, callback. We haven't used that in a while on the show. I uh, use that at work a lot lately for some reason. That's good. You're the uh, owner manager. Is that correct? Yeah. And you're using yeah, that at work. Owner of a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good stuff. Don't worry. No one's finger popping the assholes <laughs> and handling food. Just if they're working the front, they're chicken finger popping each other's assholes. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you should change the name of the jalapeno, jalapeno poppers. Yeah. Yeah. On the menu. Uh, so Don Vito comes home to the old house. Everybody's gone and Vito encounters Vito. Uh, they pin the pizza, 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 pizza. <laughs> That's hard to say. The piece of pizza to his face and he just starts eating it. He sits down on the stool. Like he's in the middle of a dialogue and it's just funny to watch him. So he's looking around the room, complaining to nobody, uh, spots the pizza, loses his train of thought, sits down, starts breathing heavily and eating the cold pizza. Guys, I, r- r- run with me for a second. This is going to take you a little while to. Okay. To, to you know it's gonna be hard for you guys to get onto this it's also train, gonna be hard for you to say this. apparently let's go <sighs> think about just for a few seconds just for like an hour or two how fucking pleasant it would be to be like don Vito in his brain 
He's so fucking simple minded. There's literally only two things in the entire world that matter to him. Pizza or sorry, food and beer. He's walking in a house. Everybody's fucking gone. His whole life is shattered in front of him. He sees a picture of himself with unexplicably a piece of pizza nailed to it. Does not ask any questions like, oh, piece of pizza. Grabs it, sits down, and just fucking enjoys his day. I'm fucking thinking about fights that I had in fucking grade nine. My 100%. brain's constantly full of chatter. He's just so calm. He's kind of like Homer Simpson in, in, in essence. You know, you it's know just what? like, he where the hell did everybody go? go? Ooh, a pizza. It's so funny. Pizza. You know, like- he's got he's got that's <laughs> yeah, such yeah. a good point. He's he's in the he's in a crossroads of two movies. He's he got Kevin McAllister, first of all. He walks in, he's fucking home alone. <laughs> and then he sees this like fucking jigsaw-esque cutout of himself with a pizza like or for the movie seven like he's the gluttony sin it's like hammered to his fucking thing a lot of people would be really fucking creeped out if that happened to them and he just sits there and he's like i guess i'll eat the pizza i don't know i'm just gonna sit here and eat the pizza and he looks so happy and so content <laughs> he takes the one bite as though that's gonna be it and he almost goes to put it down on the kitchen counter and he's like i'm not wasting this fucking pizza i'm, I'm gonna sit here and eat it chilling i got Mikey, I got to say, you're really mastering. You're coming into your own. You're, you've got the jiggle down, like when you did the Vito oh. impression there. Yeah, because that's a key component that I think a lot of people miss. You know? yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's like a I've bowl had of years jello. Of practice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Bam's still on the house hunt here. And, you know, he's kind of like the client on House Hunters that, you know, the real estate agent shows him like 14 different houses. And he just always finds something bad about it. And, you know, at the end of the house, the couple sits down. They're, like, on the beach in Mexico. And they're they're having their Coronas. And they're like, so which one do you think we should do? Should we do the Strawberry Fantasy House? Or should we do the Rigid Log House? And then mm. he's just like, you know what? Fuck it, Bam. You're out of choices. You, ha- you Like, there's no A, B, or C for Bam at this point. He said no to too many houses. But, lo and behold, when they're just about to give up, they drive across a nice 18-acre lot. But... Bam will not let the cameraman see. He wants to keep it a secret. So I can only assume at this point that this might just be Bam's little house on the prairie. Mm-hmm. You know, time to start a new life. So we are. Grow I- some potatoes. <laughs> Milk the it's, horses. So we will. It's amazing, though. Like, I uh, I remember this house. We all remember this house really well. The inside and the outside. Really? Of it. It's, it- I didn't, oh, yeah. man. I the opposite. Really? No, fuck. Uh-huh. Here's the thing that happened. I when you get you get like a okay, a half glimpse when the cameraman starts to pan and, and he cock blocks you, right? I knew at that moment, oh, okay, this is the castle. Now, yes. okay, dead giveaway in the title of this episode, sure, whatever. But for some reason I got it in my head that this was just like another fucking, you know, let's build a skate park in the house type of thing where it was one episode and they were gonna have a castle and then you wouldn't see it again. Really? Yeah. To me, this is this is like in the top three most iconic homes of all time. No, I know you guys are right. Fresh Prince yeah. of Bel Air, Bam's house, and fucking and and Home Alone as well. The McAllisters' house. I was gonna say the Simpsons' totally. house would have been another one yeah. too. Yeah. For whatever reason, it was just wiped from or, my memory. And then, until Eagle. I saw the house in full, I was like, "Oh, right. Okay. So now we're just gonna live in a fucking castle from here on out." Yeah. And it kind yeah. of dawned on me, but yeah, surprise, I, surprise. I so I was excited to see it build. So like Chris and unlike you, apparently I had this like vicious memory or like a very vivid memory in my head of what this place looked like. Uh, so it was very strange to see it pre mm-hmm. all the all the the additions made. And it's kind of weird that he chose this house unless he was just looking for bare bones out in the middle of nowhere because he knew he'd be able to do whatever he wanted with it. I think, I think that's the, what it comes the down to. The fact that it's it's a little bit of a castle and it was as well. A castle, yeah. That's the gothic look that he's going for, right? Did you guys notice though when they were driving to this lot, Ryan Dunn looks out uh, out of his car and he sees he sees a house and he says, "Look, it looks like a dumpster with shutters." And I couldn't help <laughs> but think like if you were the if you were the family like, "Oh, hey, Bam and his friends are driving through town today. Let's go watch their episode." And they just like just just shots fired at your house. It's like my my grandfather built that house. That dumpster with shutters. He had to pull all those shutters here by hand. I just feel like absolute garbage. Is their grandpa a fucking hobo or something? Jesus Christ. They got to fix their fucking house. <laughs> if Ryan Dunn's calling you out, we saw his MTV Cribs. Yeah. He ain't into that, yeah. that special. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, didn't he live in a fucking... I know that was Rab. He was living, like, between the drywall. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. Rab yeah, was parasiting uh, Bam Margera. <laughs> totally parasiting him. Oh, my God. Was he ever... 
moving time, boys. The day has come. Bam is all set. He's in love with this new house. So let's get in there and start packing. And you guys, we all love a good set of bubble wrap at the end of the day. What better, you know, what more fun to have than to wrap someone in it? And of course, Don Vito's always the guinea pig here. So they put this bubble wrap around him. Like he's just tight in there, but he's not putting up in a a fight at all. Like classic Don Vito, not to give a shit until he's, this is the thing with Don Vito. He'll let you do anything to him. But once you've done the thing, he'll just bitch about it endlessly until he's out of the thing. And it starts the minute. Especially when other people start eating. Oh, exactly. <laughs> remi- reminds him. He's like, His right, stomach. I'm going to need my hands for that. What's They're like lunchtime? He's like, no, 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 lunchtime right now. <laughs> so they leave him on the trailer. Everyone goes in for soup. Um, we get a couple Don Vito isms here. He's he's yelling at nobody. They've closed the door. We get an A, a Gway, and a Yo. Mm. So there you hey, go. Well, yeah. Don Vito. It's a different language. You have to learn how it's to speak language. it. Yeah. I got to be honest, though, with you guys. <laughs> There's something about the situation Vito's in there, the bubble wrap to the chair that looks so cozy. I would, I would, I 100% want that done to me. I want to just be covered in bubble wrap, put on a lazy boy. I don't care. Put me on the back of a truck. I, I don't, Dude, I don't just get stoned to go on a plane in between two fat chicks. It's that's, basically the same yeah. Thing. Chris has already been there. Chris <laughs> has already been there. I, I'm learning from the and best. It was glorious. By the way, uh, uh, at this point, uh, uh, Don Vito swears. I, I have the DVDs of evil. Abam, So I've been watching on those. Uh, uh, he swears. Did you guys, were, were you guys watching like an MTV cut or do you have the DVDs? Is that, is that surprising? What, is though, that the DVD like, that I mean, you mailed me direct today? So I was able to watch. Yes. The DVD that I mailed you today <laughs> that you were able to watch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I just mean, didn't notice that. I swear too much anyways. I, yeah. The, dude, uh, the dude's always swearing, that. isn't he? Or did He's he always say swearing, but it's, it's censored on MTV, right? There's no censoring oh, okay. on this one. Yeah. Yeah. So what did he say? Fuck. Oh. Don't tell his mom, though. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So what did you want the, him to say? I don't How know. Fuck, what, what, what did you I expect? <laughs> well, you built it up. Like, I thought, you know, it's got to be good, but it's fucked. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love fuck. It's just, you know. You sound like know. a caveman who's seen vagina for his first time. <laughs> I love fuck. Oh. <laughs> Do you think we're going to get any of the other fuck. F words? Being that this was back yeah. in 2004. And 100%. I think we've already had that on uh, Jackass before. Nice. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Get back in the house. We're going in the office with Phil and April here. We're going to fight over the old coupon folder. Yeah. We're going through the documents because, you know, Phil's an accountant or something, we think. Uh, He's got this folder of like grocery store coupons, you know, save 50 cents here, half off there. Uh, He's he's attached to this fucking folder, though. And Ape wants to throw it out. He does not want to throw out. He's so attached to this thing that when Bam threatens to light it on fire, he gets up out of his chair and Phil is more upset about Bam burning these coupons than he is when Bam just ruins his life in general. Like Bam could have started 100%. Phil on fire and his overall level of happiness probably would have been higher at that point. <laughs> Unless he had coupons in his pocket when he was lit yes. on fire. Then that would really bum him out. But it's funny, like Ape has her thing. She's like, this is my corner of the house that you're not allowed to go. I've got all my little china pots or the little teapots, whatever it is that she's got. Uh, uh, Phil, we found his thing and, and it's, it's, it's coupons for some reason, but like, we'll notice later on as it goes in that they've, they've packed when they were doing all the packing, they only packed Phil's like hamburger sewn on outfits. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I didn't see any of those it's, in this episode. Oh, there's one. There's one. Br- oh, there is. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, You guys it. didn't notice Fuck. that? No, 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 I didn't. A guy yeah, from work, it? it's like, you, you think like we're the only people that like take this stuff and like, not the only people, but the people that listen to this. And he's like, man, did you ever watch that Viva La Bam show? The funniest thing was how they sewed all these hamburgers and they kept showing up in all these episodes. <laughs> I was like, that's like pretty obscure for someone yeah. that hasn't watched a show since back then to True. still remember. Because I didn't to, even notice To clarify, that now, maybe, so. maybe we have some new listeners. It was a long time ago that we did Viva La Bam season one. But in, I think, the first episode, they take all of his dad's shirts, all of Phil's shirts, and they, they iron on these hamburger <laughs> patches to them. And for the rest of the season, you just see him wearing shirts with hamburgers on them, and it's fucking hilarious. So we, uh, we're we're we'll be on Burger Watch uh, for season two for sure. Yeah, good good spot, Jay. Always be on Burger Watch. Yeah, it'll come up in a little bit. I'll mention it to you guys when we see it. But um, yeah, at this point, we got to get on out of here. We got to start the truck up. Let's put this Elvis mask that we found on Vito and transport <laughs> so this king of cargo, so shall cute. we? 
What? Honestly, honestly cute. Like very adorable. It was really cute. Oh, I thought you said fuck you. Okay, yeah, it was cute. Oh, I agree. It's like, did I say something? Jesus. <laughs> uh, look, you'd think you'd need to hire movers to move Vito. I mean, like, he's like a grand piano. I mean, like, imagine getting that up the stairs. You'd be damaging the foundation. You know, drywall he, chips everywhere. The thing is, you don't need to hire movers when you have Tim Glom on your side. There's not a single human being on this earth I would want more. If I'm remodeling, moving, just getting a fucking job done. He seems like the most efficient, best worker in the entire world. Efficiency, mm-hmm. indeed. You know what I yeah. feel like with Tim Glom is it's like we see him so much on the show and he does amazing things. Like you said, like he builds skate parks, he builds crazy designs uh just anything you can want he will build it for you right but we never actually really see the building it's kind of like he's like the david blaine of building shit it's like <laughs> now check he does not reveal his skate secrets. park in there yeah 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 i don't know how he does this shit but yeah he does impress so the, you the gotta have him on the we've crew seen it, the only time we've seen it is uh when when bam redoes his whole living room his whole house as like skate ramps uh, you do see a lot that, that that episode is about the process of building. So there 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 is proof that he can do it at least. Did he build the fucking shelter when they were uh, on that nuclear island? Yeah, the nuclear island, and they uh, remember they everyone was hung over. No, I think he was out there. With no, them. I think he had to go out to save them or something. Oh, he or didn't he? Wasn't he the guy that got the raft and floated away or some shit? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Away. Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was him. He because like, someone you builds guys, like I'm a out of here. I'm just gonna build my way off this island. Fucking yeah, Minecraft. Floated away like seven <laughs> miles in the wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! The current's taking me to the nuclear power plant. <laughs> <laughs> So the chaos ensues in the house as we move more of Ape's stuff around, boxes getting broken, uh, the valuables from that stupid, dumb girl room in her front entrance, you know, (laughs) china, porcelain, all of it. All of it is fair game. The guys don't care. I feel bad for Ape. She loves that shit. Yeah. These guys don't love that shit. And uh, Bam says, hey, you know, we go new house now. Mailbox gets a tow. We're off. You ever, you guys ever want to do something like that? Tie a rope to a mailbox and drive away? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Real small I always town want to play that mailbox to baseball shit they do in like redneck movies. Mm. <laughs> of course, you know you would. Of course, it would you just would. be so fun and thrilling. I think it would hurt a lot more than we realize. I think it would like oh, hurt, yeah, your, the, the shock hurt your hands. Yeah. 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 I'm used to hitting dingers. So, like, I know that feeling <laughs> when the ball dingers. comes off your bat. It definitely could ring a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, and that's until you get, get kicked off. Here. That's that's until you get kicked off the t-ball field. They say, hey, hey, this is this is for grade school children only. Please, it's harder on leave. t-ball, Mikey. There's no momentum. Ah, uh, uh, okay, yeah. okay. It's good to Just know. imagine it's Chris know. ruining a bunch of grade school children's baseball game, I'm yelling getting- at him. I'd love to point in their run, face running the laughing. bases, the little mini catchers to stay in there, just fucking run his ass over. <laughs> Uh, I remember we were, I was, I was playing, I was playing baseball as a, as a, as a kid we were, I was on a team and, uh, we were getting housed, just fucking annihilated. These, this team, all the little kids, we were in like kindergarten, all the little kids had those Oakleys that were like one lens, (laughs) like they were just fucking dominating us, of course. And at the end of the game, the umpire says, all right, guys, tie game and then everyone leaves and everyone on our team's like we tied them we tied them i was like we didn't fucking tie them go eat your orange slice craig <laughs> Dude, you know i pictured all the kids looking score? like i pictured What's all that? the kids looking like um pc principal and south park's little kids like you know he's got all his little his pc babies the pc oh, babies no, and they all got all those shades on i haven't i haven't see, seen uh, i haven't if, seen that in a long time google that and that's exactly what those t-ball players also your t-ball team suck because you had mom as a coach and i had dad on my team as a coach obviously it makes sense yeah, I think that explains a lot about the two yeah. of us. Yeah, there you go. That's fine. The origins. That's You only get this stuff on the podcast, people. <laughs> uh, so as they're driving down the highway with the mailbox, you know, getting dragged on a rope behind the vehicle, I had a thought here. And I just mentioned like a couple minutes ago that this feels like a small town hick kind of thing to do. And I was going to say, so, you know, I know you guys were going to jump on me and be like, ooh, goth cowboy. (laughs) And I thought I'll do, I'll one up you here and I'll just make fun of myself instead. So we did do this (laughs) in a way. In a way, I remember we had one of those old tube TVs, you know, the old wooden box style. Oh, yeah, the CRTs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we drove around on a country road with a pickup truck once with a rope and a TV tied behind it and just dragged that for a couple miles. That that was actually surprisingly a lot of fun. I can't explain why. Maybe you're just getting all that, like, fucking teenage angst and fucking jizz that's pent up out, you know. 
because you're so anxious. I don't know. There is no goal. You just want to see something yeah. break so you That's can true. feel That's good yeah. when you're yeah, 17, yeah. you know? God, being young is so weird. It's, it is. It, is it, isn't it no wonder why we fucking loved shows like this, though? There you just go. Just the yeah. chaos. We needed mm-hmm. that. We had no outlet for it. No out- outlet whatsoever. And uh, whatever, you know, radioactive chemicals are in a TV tube. I probably got that shit all over me, too. So, uh <laughs> I'll be, I'll, who knows? Maybe I'll grow a new limb by the time I turn 40. Uh, mm. Castle Bam is here. We get the big reveal and it actually is a fucking castle now that we can see it in all of its glory. And uh, like I said, guys, until I saw this, I had forgot, oh shit, he is moving in here. So here we go. It's real. It's setting in now. It's settling in for everybody on the crew too. The parents are actually surprisingly happy. I thought mm-hmm. they would be a little bummed because it seems like Bam didn't really tell them or prep them for this. But um, here we go. We start checking out the rooms. Now you guys... You've moved in somewhere. I'm sure you two are brothers, so you've moved to a new house and fought over who's going to get the best room, right? You've done this before. Wasn't wasn't much of a fight. When it came to moving, Chris kind of got the first... He's older than me, uh, so he always got the first pick. But going on vacation, going on... Like, getting to a hotel room or something like that, that was fair game. And, like... Just for me and you, Coley always had to get the cot. Oh, Coley got the cot. For sure. Coley's our sister, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Here's the thing. Rab goes into the room and he calls in like, here's we're going to video review on this. Okay. Because I have a, I have a clear thought about this. I know the rules of claiming a room. You have to claim you have to jump it. on the bed, not even jumping on the bed, at least be in take this, a shit the, in the center of the room. That's, that's more of a oh, I know uh, Calgary say, thing. Jay, you, you got to like, say, this is mine. Say it. This is you mine. You, you have to stake your claim. You, you, yeah. You can't just like go into a room and chill because you need like, are you going to take the risk? Are you going to run and check them all out and then try and get back to the original? Or are you going right. to see something you like and just stamp it? There, There's that element. If Okay, but here's the uh, you're right, though, Chris. If there are two beds in a room, you need to sit on it and say this one's mine. You need mm-hmm. to get to it and do it. That's key. But if you're just looking at different rooms, I, I think Rab calls Ryan Dunn into the room. He says, hey, check this out. Look how cool this place is. And Ryan Dunn says, this is cool. This is my room now. And Rab's like, no, this is mine. He's, Ryan Dunn says, I called it. And I'm, it, I'm the joke is almost supposed to be like he got the room stolen from him. No, no, no. If you hit a home square. run and you don't step on home plate rounding the bases, it doesn't count as a home run. Right. Sure, you did 100%. the action, but you didn't you didn't bring it home, Rab. You didn't bring it home because yeah. of that. I think he kind of did that like as like a pur- purposeful self-sabotage, to be honest, like. He had a little nook, and I don't think he's ready for a big boy room. That's I think true. He, I think he, he just gets needs the comfort of, like, in between the fucking walls, as Mikey said, parasiting in the house. <laughs> right, right. If anything, he could go up the stairs to the little attic that was above that room, and he could live yeah. there. That's know? what I, Honestly, that's what I thought was going to end up happening. Or Guys, I right was be- going to be like, he, he finds a dungeon or something, and, and then he sleeps in the Iron Maiden or something like that. Right before <laughs> this happens, there's a scene that you might want to splice into this, Mikey, because it was just... MTV at its like five, like it's so epitomizing MTV at this time. They're just like ape, CKY, doom mates. Ah! And they make right. this like screaming noise, and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> that's when you so got the split ridiculous. screen of, of Dunn's bum. He's 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 yes, uh, exactly, yes, exactly. Bum. Yeah, like, yeah, holy yeah. shit, man! Different it's time. It's like the, the, the at that point, MTV was basically the the video medium equivalent of shock jock radio in the morning. Like, yeah, exactly. hey, yeah. here's Pipsqueak and Rockefeller in the morning. And it's like, ah, toilet flush, toilet flush, toilet flush. Oh, yeah. my God. I, this is like, I was thinking about this this morning. That's so funny that you bring up radio of all fucking things. Like, I was, no joke. I was you thinking about Cuba this morning. You mean the Junior movie radio? <laughs> yes. I didn't bring that no. up. No, I wasn't thinking about that at all. But I, good movie. Uh, listen, uh this morning, I was thinking about this because I got fired from a radio station because I laughed at my manager when he told me that his old DJ name was the Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> and he totally fired me out of spite. And I know it's because I laughed when he told me that because it was like a month later. And he, oh, like, he was probably out, so like, proud man. of that name. That's the best part. Oh, I know. That's the thing. He totally was because when I laughed, like it was one of those moments where you laugh and you think he's going to he was like trying to tell you a joke. And then you look at him and he's just deadpan serious and you have to like stifle your laugh a little bit. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's cool. When you that's talk cool. to him in meetings, did he talk to you like this or was he like, well, you know, Jay, I was actually. Oh, yeah. Man Number two. Hurricane back in the day. Yeah. I, I've met some radio hosts. And they talk like that in their personal life. And it's like, dude, drop the act. This is awkward. 
Why did they even yeah, have dude. to have that fucking hat? Like, no one likes it. I guess back in the day, there was no such thing as TV, and they had to, like, differentiate themselves and be all wacky. There's like, certain things. Evolve like, the like, game. The game's got to evolve. That's the reason why radio's dead. It's it's the same thing with, like, oh, sports yeah, announcers. Like, like hockey announcers, like, and uh, Kasparovsky goes in the corner. And everyone's like, yep, that's the voice that we need in this game where uh, big, strong people hit each other in the head <laughs> with a hockey puck. We need that nerd fucking telling us what's happening. You go into the stadium, and you've got, like, programs hello like you got the base why are you selling programs Whoa, like that oh shit i fucked it up i had it in my head so good i was trying to think what was my yours? baseball one i was, I was you know the guy I, I i tried to do it and it just didn't come out the way i had it in my brain perfectly because i watch a lot of baseball but it's uh-huh. like you want me to try it yeah 100 well, percent, chris i need you to try it at this point <laughs> please well we got baseball on bat bro <laughs> baseball on bat what are they saying Beers on tap. <laughs> I was trying. I had to concentrate so hard. I couldn't even think of it. I, I it's two up and three down. No, that's anything. not it. Too deep. I, but it's deep in like a nerd way. But anyways, I, I, I digress. Okay. Uh, but it is. I, I agree to your original point, Chris. It is weird that there are certain voices that people put on and we just accept those. Like, that's how I need to consume my X, Y, or Z. They need if they're selling me beer, they have to say, Ice cold beer here. Otherwise, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna want that beer. Otherwise, I'm not even gonna know you. You have beer to sell in the first place. Very true. <laughs> so back to the room. I guess we should get back to Viva Bam. <laughs> um, I the whole time I'm thinking when they're arguing about the rooms was wait, you guys get to live here now too? Why? <laughs> and then Rab, uh, Rab and um, Don are arguing and then Raekeon just pops his head in. Hey, I get this one. I'm like, Raekeon? Him too? Why? <laughs> it's not his would house. You, if you were friends with Bam at that point, would you want to live in that house with them? A million percent. Uh, yeah. At that age, yes. Do you know how yes. much fucking, like, it would just be a drug drunk pussy fest with breaking things and doing whatever the fuck fuck you want to do yeah true. it would be annoying having bam there but like I, i've always been that kind of person that's like i get mischievous with the person that's going to be mischievous and yes. so i sh- I, sh- I assert my dominance by showing how far i'm willing to go to fuck with other people so they don't really want to cross me that either healthy yeah yeah, yeah. well it, it's worked out very well like me and my buddy marcos we prank people he's an annoying pranker but he just knows not to fuck with me and i know not to fuck with him uh-huh. so we just team up and it, mm. it works well so i think me and bam would get along well like that i like that yeah, like Chris. The, you know, like you mentioned Deadpool uh, and Wolverine of your times. <laughs> there you go. Good comparison, uh, Chris. You mentioned um, you mentioned it would be like a puss fest, and I just got to give you credit for a second. Quick side note here: you introduced me to a term which I just love, by the way, and keeps coming up for like daily usage, and that is uh, wizard sleeves. Just pounding <laughs> wizard sleeves. I gotta say, that's some genius level shit. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. I wish I came up with it, but it's just one of those ones when I heard it, I'm like, this This is in my vocabulary now. It's fucking perfect. Oh, it's great. I love it. It just rolls off the tongue, you know? And it's a great visual thing, too. Like, it really I gets it's you perfect thinking. visual. I think that's from I Love yeah. You, Man, right? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I want to, I keep thinking it's from Workaholics because they had those wizard, the wizard rap group, motherfucking wizards never die. <laughs> you ever see that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, like, I think it was before then, to be honest. You know when you go to a bar and you order like a sleeve of uh of like you know Budweiser or something? Nope. No, I swear I've heard someone use that term before. I like the sound of it; it sounds fucking appealing. But what does a sleeve come in? Like a six? I swear I've heard a guy say that before, but I not not a personal thing. I go out using, but I'm just saying <laughs> they should just change that to wizard sleeve. That's just all I wanted to say. I think <laughs> just a fucking old chick just comes out, just spreads her legs, and eighteen beers drop out. <laughs> yeah. Why not? And she looks and she says, I put 24 up there last night. <laughs> hey Listen, guys. So we've got rooster lobster kitchen wallpaper here. You know, you guys wanted to open the show on the abortion debate. And I got to say, we all know which side Ape is on, I think, when she says, if you were somebody else's kid, I would kill you. Yeah, it's it's a very uh, I like that love. saying it was kind of like a weird like. Uh, 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 circular logic kind of thing. Like she says, you're lucky you're my kid. 
because if you were someone else's kid, I'd kill you. But it's like he is therefore. Yeah, it, I, I found that funny. It was a, it was a moment where April kind of got got her shot in. Your there. brain must suck, man. You say that you found that funny working out these like logical debates like <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, X equals B, but doesn't equal C. <laughs> so funny. Chris, Chris is more Syllogisms of syllogisms can be exciting. Yeah, yeah. Chris is more of a slice of pizza with a nail through it kind of guy. 100%. <laughs> So, <laughs> how we the one thing we haven't mentioned as they're touring through these ho- this house, Deco's got a new fashion sense. Do you notice anything different about Deco in this in this episode? No, no, I didn't notice. You didn't notice his sunglasses? No. Looks like he's about to offer you a red pill or a blue pill. He's got like the Morpheus sunglasses <laughs> on. They look so fucking stupid. It was the time, man. It was the style. I bet it the was it like, it's more like Morpheus or more out. like more like um, natural born killers. Uh, yeah i guess yeah or or it's kind of like morpheus plus neo equals deco yeah okay i don't know how you say that's not cool man that sounds fucking awesome (laughs) did it have the arms on it or the the, like the fucking armless kind that just no just sticks sticks right to the nose yeah yeah gotta get some double-sided tape for those bad boys (laughs) listen i like the wallpaper color says april no compromises says bam this time it's my way because it's the year 2000. And Abe oh, says, I like it though. But Bam, just channeling his inner Durst again, says, it's my way. I guess Bam wants to get his way. Because Ape, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's his way or it's the highway. So you got to make up your mind. Also, by the way, is uh, uh, quite, quite a drive away. Yeah. Right? This, is a, I, this is a remote area. Greatest wrestling promo package of all time, by the way. I don't like Limp Biscuit, but you guys know the one I'm oh, talking about? I'm at the WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, the Rock yeah, and Stone the, Cold. Oh my God, I remember Ooh, that. Baby. I don't remember that one. That's oh. some shit. Go find that on YouTube. WrestleMania 17, I want to say. 17 or 18. Art, Chef's Kiss. Almost old enough for Don Vito. Are you young yeah. enough for Don Vito? <laughs> just about, just about. <laughs> Getting close. Uh, guess what? Brother Jess is here from touring with CKY to surprise everybody. And uh, it's not long before he invites the crew out to Amsterdam for Gosh. a show. Right this in the middle the- of moving, too. Can you imagine a better fucking turnaround on a day? Literally, everybody knows the worst <laughs> thing in the world is fucking is, is moving. moving. Yeah. You just got oh, yeah. to the thing. You know, you got to fucking lift shit, put shit all aside. And you go from moving and knowing you're going to have a shitty day to fucking going to Amsterdam and having everybody else do the work for you. Yeah. That is yeah. the greatest, single greatest turnaround a day could ever have in your entire life. Like that. I was just so envious of that moment. It is. And everyone's like. Bam, you're such a dick for leaving this to your parents. And you wonder how much the MTV crew did oh, and did how it. much. About, That's why 100%. I it so but like, even still, but well, no, not all she of She still it, had though. to put put stuff away. And like, the, That's the, the thing. In, in like, okay. Like, yeah, when yeah. it comes down to it, I and I, I I had this thought because they have a whole montage where I think everyone who's watching it knows that they didn't do the bulk of the moving in or out. But they do have a few scenes which occur from sunrise or like when it's light out to when it's dark out where Ape and Phil are moving things. And it's like, sure, you can fake it, but you still have to actually do that work. And it reminded me there's the show I watched recently called Blackbird. And there's a scene where there was a riot in a prison. Uh, in the kitchen area. And there's a time lapse where the guards make oh. all the prisoners clean it all up. And you're watching this time lapse and th- it's a filthy fucking scene. And the actors are in there cleaning up. They had a full day on set where all they had to do was like clean up a fucking kitchen. And like, you can't fake it. You had, it wasn't CGI. The Transformers didn't come in and do it for it's them. Like weird, yeah. the actors had to do it. The highest paid <laughs> cleaning staff on the planet for that day, I bet so fucking true i didn't even think about that like that's so funny yeah that was a great fucking episode of that show too holy yeah, fuck yeah. that's when and a great really start opening or a up. great show great yeah. show so speaking of like moving though and cleaning and, and unpacking am i the only april here like i i agree with chris moving does kind of suck a big bag yeah. of dicks but i kind of like the unpacking part when you move somewhere new and setting the shit unpacking up, i know? like it's the nice. unpacking is good cathartic but getting the boxes to and from packing in sucks the ability to have everything in one central area and be like i'm about to organize my life and it's never going to be more organized than it will be a day from now i like that's that at the end of the moving day when you've already busted your ass off all you want to do is sit back on the couch get your tv set up and just kind of chill out and then you got to no, do all that i'm like you're nah, doing nah, it nah. wrong you unpack the yeah, tv yeah. you uh-huh. use the boxes as a footrest. you Thank unpack you. a pack of beer you Hallelujah. do the rest of it tomorrow jesus true 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 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Mikey's got the right one. idea. Yeah. That's that's how you do it, man. I can't I can't count the amount of times I've moved, but that scenario has happened just about every time. Just sitting in a pile of boxes on your couch, you know, watching TV, eating pizza. It's beautiful. If you're anything like me, those piles of boxes become your permanent couch. I, I was just... going to say, I've never moved into a place and had a couch right away. It's always taken like fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, yeah. You know, you go, you're like, oh, I'll buy a couch. And then you go and they're like, oh, it's the month shipping. You're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? <laughs> I've always had my internet preset up before I go in, though. So I can oh, watch TV idea. that first. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. Just dumping your dirty dishes in a box, closing it up, pretending it's not there. You know, yeah. speaking like of that. euphemisms. Yeah, dumping a dirty sure. dish in your box. I mean, Ooh, yeah, baby. Call it a wizard sleeve. How much do you guys Listen, think uh, of this move-in process? Like the what items and everything was covered by MTV. All like of it. Oh, Percentage-wise, like, okay. would be your guess. All of it. One hundred percent. All of well, it. Well, if they're doing it for what the show. What about the house yeah. purchase? Hmm. Probably That's not a good question. Do you think they might have said, "Okay, this is your house, fifty-one forty-nine ownership," or do you think that's part of the deal of the show? Very good question. Ooh, yeah. I would, I'd love to know that if any, and look, I, I, and I should say this now, uh, I've mentioned the discord a few times, uh, that, that I'm a part of, I was invited to, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, uh, a part of a few different discord servers, but I want to shout out one specifically. I asked for their permission to do it because I've had a few listeners reach out and ask for links to this discord server. It's private. So I wanted to confirm with the mods that I'd be allowed to do it. Uh, it's called the jackass vault. Uh, if you're interested in joining it, oh, I'm in that. Are you? Yeah. Either way. Uh, uh, cool. I didn't know you got an invite to it. I, I, I didn't so have I don't invited. Know. They fucking saw me and they just let me in. That's what an invite is called. Um, <laughs> but it's called the Jackass Vault. If you're out there and you're listening, I legitimately have never seen so many uh, very well educated people as pertains to Jackass and Viva La Bam and CKY uh, in that I've, I've, I've been allowed to let some people in if, if you want to reach out, but I'm, I'm making it a thing where I only want people and they only want people who are very committed to, to Jackass. So I'm not going to post it in the, the episode notes. Uh, if you're interested, email us at jackasspod at gmail.com. Let us know that you're interested and, uh, and then we'll give you, we'll give you a link there, but you still have to be on your best behavior. Um, anyway, the reason that I brought that up, uh, is is because you? Why did I bring that up? What was it that you just said? Oh, oh, right. Because you talked about the split that they would have had between Bam and MTV for the house. Someone in there, I can almost guarantee, has an answer to that question. So I, I'd, I'd, I'd be curious to put it to them. Yeah, I, I Chris, I appreciate that you went with the old uh, forty nine fifty one split. I see you've been watching your Shark Tank. <laughs> yep. Never, never go for a fifty fifty. You know, no. you need to have Doesn't that work. leverage. Especially if you're going with the bald guy. You can't trust the bald guy. <laughs> the bald, oh, Kevin, oh, Kevin, Kevin O'Leary. Kevin yeah, because he'll, he'll allegedly not hit. Drink, drive his boat. <laughs> <laughs> drive his boat while drunk and, and kill someone. Allegedly. allegedly. Not that, guy has that. A lot, that guy has a lot. As of if a guy I mean, with that, that much of a hey. control freak would let his wife drive the fucking boat. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> that's, that's the big question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, no, moving on. I'll, I'll put the question. If they get back to me on that, uh, that I'll let you know. Um, um, we get that little montage though in, in Amsterdam. I, I agree with yes. you, Chris. That looks like a ton of fucking fun. You know, and when they're there, you know, in Amsterdam, it's like the tour is over in like 2.5 minutes because MTV, you got to truncate that shit yes. for TV. So it goes by really fast. But while they're out there partying in the mosh pit and shit, we get like these separate window it's like a picture in picture here and apes like drawn fl flowers on the wall and shit and painting the house and uh there is a little interstitial that i don't want to miss here well while this is happening they've got veto on the trailer still and they go through a drive-through <laughs> yes so they you know the i forget his name uh, tim tim uh, orders tim something Blanc. and the guy asks him is that all no hold on a sec they pull up with the trailer to the window and veto like just he's He's been thinking about his orders since they saw the fucking restaurant. <laughs> let's be honest. Because the minute he he puts the vehicle in park, he's already ordering two cheesesteaks and a whole pizza. And I'm just wondering, how the fuck are you going to eat that, A, on the back of a moving trailer, and B, while your hands are bubble wrapped around yourself? With he's sweet and spicy sauce on everything. Extra. Yeah. Extra, extra sweet and sweet spicy, spicy on sauce everything. On everything. How, how are you going to eat that, though, Jay? Easy question. Doesn't matter. Staple it to a fucking cardboard cutout of himself. He'll find a way to eat it, even <laughs> if it's two days later. Doesn't matter to him. He'll consume it. He's like a fucking stray dog. 
Yeah, they just like okay. fi- he's like a, sh- a great white shark. You'll find a license plate in his stomach when you give him an opto- autopsy at the end. Like that guy will eat fucking anything. <laughs> Maybe they Even were, you know, they could. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, maybe they could tie the order to the back of the trailer on a rope and he could just watch it, you know, just Ooh. like a carrot on a stick kind of, kind of <laughs> that, deal. As that, would piss him off. that would piss him off a lot. Uh, uh, listen, Phil rips his cheeseburger pants. This is, I can't believe you guys missed this because he bends oh. over when they're carrying stuff in and there's a clear shot on the right bum cheek, right buttocks, people. You're going to have to enhance that. You can see the cheeseburger stitched onto the back of the jeans there. So I guess it wasn't only the pants. They did other types of clothing. There you go. Um, did you guys catch when he proceeds to carry their living room couch through a giant puddle in the front yard? Jesus Christ, Phil, lift, lift. Well, he does. He lifts the whole fucking thing. He he's, does. He, he goes from but being prior like, to that. Yeah. Yeah. Getting, he's, that's going to be a moldy situation later. Yeah. On, I'm saying. I don't Throw see. This is out. why I think they were never intending to keep any of this shit. They no, knew it was going to be a flat the remodel. They, they purposely and, yeah. made, they purposely remodeled it in like the exact, this was the most staged part of this, this show, in yes. my opinion, for sure. There's mm-hmm. no way Abe would think it was a good idea to paint it. What, what was the color he said specifically? Like, French vanilla daffodil. Oh yeah. French vanilla or some shit. Not a chance. They needed this to happen. So bam could fuck shit up because he could do whatever the fuck he wants. That's the whole thing. They do. They, when they get back, they open up the big window that leads nowhere. Nowhere. That was the craziest thing ever. It's just a drop. You open the window and it just drops and it's like two stories up. It's one of those fucking guys going to get drunk and just fucking like, I'm going to go outside. have a smoke and just fucking (laughs) eat. Oh, fuck. Between that and the spiral staircase, how many people do you think lost limbs at, at staying at Castle Bam? <sighs> I, that spiral, spiral staircase staircases like, are—they're not as sketchy as you think. It's like a little no, bird but cage. this no, but this one's going up all this. It, did you see this one? It's on the outside of wall, built in like scaffolding, and they're—they're they're just like firewood logs stuck into the into the, <sighs> yeah, the stone. That's a little. And there's sketchy. nothing preventing them from coming. Like uh, people absolutely fell down that thing. Hmm. I'm still just trying to figure out how the spiral staircase being like a bird cage is somehow less safe or more safe. Well, I, I think it's kind of like in <laughs> like one of those like Rube Goldbarb <laughs> machines that Mikey always talks about. Like, I feel like it you would just be like a little Goldberg, pebble and just be like, like, I feel like you become part of the contraption and you just gently, you know, roll down. Yeah, I can kind of see that. You're on a track, basically. It's like a roller coaster at that point. All right, gold rhubarb, settle down over there. Listen, uh, <laughs> yeah, shit just, Bam's not happy. Bam no likey what Ape did here. So yes, he does destroy. He destroys the drapes. He upends the upholstery. He puts an end to the end tables. Hey guys, let's have a bonfire. So uh, we'll set that shit on fire and uh, yeah, that's it. Like it's gone. It's done. They're going to they're gonna do what they want to do, which is why Seth, the interior design guy is here and he's got two words for you. Chris, what are those two words? Gothic. Uh, first of all, that's one. I know word. he said more than two words. He said like seven words. I just couldn't think. It's fine. It's like he said, like it's time to get it done, get things done, or something like that, didn't he? Something like that. I something like that. Trying to. I hated this guy's vibe. By the way, I hated this guy's vibe. Yeah, well, he didn't he was, care. Like, too he cool wasn't committed for to the bit. Yeah, no, but he was trying to seem like he didn't care, and he was just like, like I don't fucking care. Like, whatever. <laughs> Give. I hate that vibe so much. It pisses me off. He just turned to Louis C.K. right there for a minute. <laughs> he kind of did actually a little bit. Of, I can, I can see that. Actually. That's... <sighs> like 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 Louis C.K. talking about a hipster in a coffee shop. Yeah, basically. yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, there's a moment so. here though, at, like at the bonfire. This because the whole episode, I was very distracted uh, by something about Bam Margera, and at one point. He goes to the camera and he's like, oh, first they were they were in there. We move them and now we're burning them and eating marshmallows. And he like goes and takes a bite out of the marshmallow. It's still on fire. It's fully on fire when he puts it (laughs) into his mouth. And I realized that's how he got his facial hair because he had a goatee. Probably when he ate a flaming marshmallow, it lit up the mustache portion of it. And then he just had that little chin thing. It doesn't it's just clinging on for dear life. That little chin thing dangling from and that that explains it. 
honestly probably what happened. The, every single time I change my facial hair or hair, it's because of something stupid like that. Because <laughs> of a mistake. Like I'm like cutting my hair and I'm like, oh, I'm going to trim my beard. And then vroom, and I'm like, oh, motherfucker. Now I got to get rid of it. And I try to fix this part. And then this doesn't happen. It's not even like I have a proper beard anyways, but I just don't understand how to groom a beard. Yeah, <sighs> it's a lot of work. I have a day set aside to do my grooming. Is it still Thursdays? Week. It's still Thursdays. <laughs> it's still Thursdays. <laughs> Thursdays was oh, Mikey's grooming day. That's why we can't day. record on Thursdays. That's why we can't record. Mikey, for yeah. my whole life, Mikey, like at like seven thirty o'clock on Thursdays, he'd go take a shower and he'd be in the washroom for like two hours, like doing everything, like and he comes out. And that was his grooming day. That was my grooming day. Yeah, got to get it all done in one day. Just knocking on the door. Son, what are you doing in there? Nothing. Don't Leave come alone, in. Dad. Don't come Leave in. Come in. Yeah, I would have been more proud of him. He was actually <laughs> fucking jerking off and being a man opposed to fucking girlifying his body. Girlifying my body? I'm trimming yeah, my right. mustache. What hey, girls you, are you, you dating? You got to have some great aerodynamics for the pool, my boy. Less That's hair, true. more speed. speed. You know how it goes. Just ask Phelps. He'll tell you. I'll ask him. Okay. Thank you. You're talking about uh, Fred Phelps, right? Yeah, sure. Who's that? Uh, the the leader of the what's that like evangelical Christian church? Oh God, yeah, I hope oh, that's yeah, what I'm talking about. All around shithead. Yeah, I bet he shaves his ass. Oh yeah, oh he has the altar boys do it for him for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I think Maybe he knows Tony Vito. Uh, listen, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, we got to get back into this. Yeah, it's it feels like a stretch to finish this one. I, I feel like the episode had good momentum, but. Let's just put it to bed now. I think I think we've kind of done all we can in the castle. Let's see the grand reveal and send her home, shall we? So we get the after. It's purple in there. Purple as fuck. Hardograms and everywhere. You know, it's it's leather couches, black, purples. You know, it's Bam Margera. Like, he seems it. to love the color purple for some reason. Oh, yeah. That's very much in his. It was a great movie. I mean, Brad. no one expected Oprah Winfrey to, to oh, like geez. really come with the acting chops. The color purple. Yeah, what are we know. talking about here? I, I more Over expected her to come with the pork chops, but I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know about you guys. Hey. Ooh. Oh, Jay's a bad boy. He shouldn't have said that <laughs> bad, one. Bad boy. Someone's going to be upset. Um, no the, for you no, this. Your seat. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so close, too. This it, it, Jay reaches under a seat. It's just a note that says you've been canceled. He's like, fuck, I knew it was going to happen. Um, the, uh, uh, this, this, this portion of the episode was like straight dopamine, the before and after it's like, this is why home reno shows work. And we got that in this. And it like, I agree. It looks fucking sick. Like, I don't know if I want to live there, but Jesus Christ, when you see Bam sitting in those, like those, those leather couches that are seven sizes too big, it, it's yeah. like consuming him. And he's just like sitting there talking. And he's like, "You guys hate it," but like he doesn't care. He's like, "This is the perfect fucking thing for me." Um, yeah, like, Man, I'd, I'd, I'd like, like to, to be like there. party at there, but I couldn't live there because honestly, at no. nighttime, ghouls would come around for sure. Like there would there would definitely be ghouls and ghosts. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like but, no. Like guess where? <laughs> guess where they're gonna hide too? In that fucking suit of armor. You you're asking oh, yeah. for hauntings when you have a, sure. an empty suit of armor in your. That's place. a real no, Scooby Doo yeah. situation right there. <laughs> it's exactly. That's oh, a very good point, man. Uh, so Castle Bam is complete, and uh, hey, you're in Bam's world. So uh, cue that cool theme music. Let's take this away, shall we? The only thing I wanted to say real quick was a Saran Wrap prank. Right. Yeah, we're getting there. We're the, getting there, baby. Oh, I thought you said take it away like we're fucking no, no, you, ending the show. you take it away. Saran Wrap it. Saran Wrap it. Wrap this shit up, will you? So, yeah, and all they go through, and they Saran Wrap their buddy who's sleeping, which as you're going, you're hearing the thing going, and you're like, no one would fucking sleep through that. That's loud. But is loud. I hopefully have a treat for our Instagram account because a buddy of mine on his stag, some of my British friends, they fuck with each other. Like, that's the point of a stag is to really fuck with your friend. And one day they saran wrapped the fuck out of him on his bed, flipped it upside down exactly like they did in this, and just left, went to the bar and came back like hours later. And he was like, are you fucking serious? And they have a video of it. And I send him a message. I'm like, can you please send me that video? I want to post it on my Instagram. So... Hopefully he's a good sport and we get a sick fucking video because it is oh, so awesome. fucking funny, man. Yeah, I've already seen it in the episode yet. Strangely, I want to see it again. So if you can get that. This video, is way be better than um, the episode. I, I'm almost, I'm thinking too, like, I love how Dunn handles this because they flip it over. He's so tight to the mattress that he's got a mattress on top of him. And he's like, he can't move. He can't get out of there. So there's a point where he literally says, fuck flip it. the bed upside down. Yeah, yeah he's, exactly. on, he's on he's on the bottom at this point. It's yeah. a done sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he just says, fuck it, I'm going back to sleep. And I kind of thought for a minute, how funny would that have been if he just did go back to sleep like that, you know? But 
he starts yelling at the guys as they walk all over him. And uh, that takes us to the end of the episode. But I got to say, yeah, good little prank for the end. It was funny. Um, it's it is. It is a good little prank. I here's the one thing. Because I, I had that feeling, you know, when Don Vito was all wrapped up and I'm like, oh, that looks pretty comfy. I had the same feeling about being saran wrapped oh. and like having the bed on top of you. I was like, that mm-hmm. looks super comfy. So much anxiety. Until, that's the thing is, is when he tries to, you realize, cause he's like, I'll just go back to sleep. And I guarantee you what happened is he tried to move his, his arms and he realized he couldn't. That I, I still feel claustrophobic <sighs> thinking about that right now. Like it's, that's, I, that would I be terrifying. I, that's, I, I'm very claustrophobic. And that's why when they like, that's apparently that's what my buddy Rob Day just went back to sleep because he was drunk. But, <laughs> or I shouldn't have said his name, but whatever it is, what it is. There's a lot of you. You name. said his fucking last name and the city he's from in an earlier episode. You tried to. I had to bleep it out. <laughs> oh, well, fuck him. He deserves some fucking. I'll give it his fucking phone number. People could call him and prank his ass. He used to do that to my restaurant all the time. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. That's, that's amazing. That's actually amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I just get way too much claustrophobia. It freaks me out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could, I could see that. And Mikey, I could see that being even worse with gloves on too. You know, like you <laughs> really can. And his really mask, he couldn't even open up point. his eyes. He couldn't see what's oh, going on because he got a sleeping suck. mask on. <laughs> I'd have my mask on. I'd have my, I'd have my earplugs in. Oh. My little gloves and socks. That'd be fucking miserable. I, you'd only have taste, touch, and smell to rely on at that point. I, and that's your own true. thoughts. Well, I also have. The, I could all. also see ghosts because I do have a sixth sense as well. Which, Ooh. by the way, it's not a sixth sense. You can. What are the five senses? You can see. You can taste. You can smell. You can hear. You can touch. And the sixth sense is that you can see goat. No, that's five and a half senses maximum. Maximum. That's a fucking valid point. We we need a petition to change that movie's of, name. Yeah. <laughs> we should and make five him, and a half make him sense. not be a ghost at the end. So we can rewatch yeah, it again because yeah, yeah. it kind of ruins the whole movie. It was a great movie. You can only watch Knowing it once. That though. he is, yeah. Imagine that if that movie uh, came out these days, it would be all over TikTok day one. That would be a fucking meme, and you'd never fucking get to enjoy that movie the way that we did when you didn't know true. that was going on. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Is that the first movie where uh, Bruce Hell- Bruce Willis went like full, you know, bald head? You know, no, he was no, bald head. I heard. No, 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 I think he wasn't. He still had a little, uh, little bit. Oh. Die Hard one, he definitely had hair. I don't know what the first one would be, but I, I don't think it would have been Sixth Sense. Yeah. God, that guy's Maybe the Jackal. Ooh, that's a great movie. Yeah. Mm. But he had like wigs and shit <laughs> in that a lot of the time. True. True. He did. True. He did. Oh, um, what about MVPs, LVPs? You guys want to you guys want to get into that? We're, we're at the end of the episode now. Yeah. Chris, sure. you look Fuck you look like a, a deer in headlights. Why don't you lead us off? <laughs> uh, my MVP is going to be. Jesse Margera for saving the mm. fucking goddamn day and making them not have to fucking pack up and get a trip to Amsterdam instead. That, that he would point. be my fucking hero if that happened. So he's my MVP. Yeah, maybe the LVP for Ape, but not for Bam and Friends. Definitely. Jay, what about you? Uh, it's tough. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this is this is tough. I don't know. I don't have like a quick answer. I, I wasn't prepared this time. I'm sorry. I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go with Phil because I've never okay. seen a grown man love an envelope full of coupons as much as as much as he that. did. But yep. uh, I, I feel like he would have sold his own child just to save 50 cents on uh, Lunchables. So Phil, this one's for you, buddy. That's a good one. I'm going to say, uh, and by the way, when they were burning the thing, like he's, he's been pissed off for about 10 minutes when they're trying to burn his, his, uh, his folder of, of coupons. And finally he's like, but there's like $30 of coupons in there. It's literally $30. Like I, I'm sure no one wants to lose $30, but yeah, anyway, uh, that, that's a nice one. My MVP is going to be the one and only Tim Glom. Just, just call him. I want him on speed dial. I want him around for everything I got to do. Guy does the heavy lifting. Doesn't ask to be in front of the camera all that much, but the fucking amount of work that he does, I want him, I want him to be in my, in my corner. Yeah, my LVP is Rab for not understanding how to properly call a room and relegating himself <laughs> back into the fucking rafters. That's a good one. I like that a lot. He, I'm on fucking fire for a deer in the headlights, dog. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, uh, Jay, what about you? Uh, I'm going with Don Vito's digestive flora on this one. <laughs> because I don't know about you, but if I just see like a piece of pizza chilling on a nail, I'm probably not going to eat that. The fact but, uh, that the fact that Don Vito is willing me. to eat a piece of pizza on a nail means you could like legitimately mousetrap him if you wanted to. Or like just you tie you have, a fishing string. 
Oops. Yes, yeah, you can do that too. Ground. Exciting. Yeah. You'd I also, you can mouse trap. I get what you're saying. Like the game where you have freaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah you have enough time. You like, he starts <laughs> to eat the pizza. You flick a marble. Ten minutes later, a giant cage falls over his head. He just looks up and he's like, oh, I still got my food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, I'm. Uh, LVP for me is yeah. going to be uh, Bam's old neighbors because um, look, I bet you their lives got so much more boring ever since he left. And here's the shitty thing about it. They probably loved that. And that means that they are boring human beings. Mm-hmm. They are the LVP. Uh, 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 leave them to their own little tight knit neighborhood in all their boredom and their fucking uh, parties on a Sunday where they gossip about everyone else in the neighborhood. I bet you they're all shitty, shitty people. I feel that one, Mikey. I feel that. There's yeah. probably a little part of them, though, that's like, God, I wish we didn't let those kids go. But they won't True. admit it. They'll never some say it them, out loud. Some of them, at least, for sure. They're like up at night looking at the seal and watching the fan spin, just thinking, what what could life have been? Only. <laughs> and we'll never know. But uh, you know what we will know? What happens in part two? Because, yep, you, you've guessed it. We're actually sticking on this time, and we're going to do the whole season two of Evil Bam all in one shot for you. So expect more next week. Uh, it's, it's been good to come back to, to see what, what Bam's up to. Yeah. It's been fun. You know, I was, I was pleasantly said, surprised. I enjoyed it. I, it's fun. I, I like it's quick. Giving, it's efficient. It just gives me that yeah. that vibe that I'm looking for in my life right now. It's a it's a it's a dopamine hit. I love it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like, and I've always said, guys, like I'm not a huge fan of the presentation, and it feels dated. But like, there's something about it. I, even I have to admit that it's not my favorite show, but it just feels nice to have something familiar, you know? Because I can't yeah. count the amount of times this show was just on repeat at our house. We had all 100%. the DVD box sets. You know, so yeah, it'll be fun to go through it again until next week, though. Don't forget that you can find us in the meantime at Jackass pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as well. If you want to come and say hi, let us know how you're doing. And, uh, yeah, don't forget to send Mikey a picture of your taint and scrotum or your lady parts, whatever you got. And, uh, he might let you into that super special discord group so you can, you know, would you like it? And also, if you're out there and you have another Discord yeah. server, either that I'm already a part of or not, let us know. Love to check it out, poke around a little bit. Um, again, we started this podcast because we love talking about Jackass. We love uh, Jackass. We love uh, the whole community around it. And uh, it's nice to find like-minded people. I agree. All right. That pretty much does it for us, though, guys. Um, it's been fun. I look forward to next week when we get to do it all again. But uh, until then, bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye. I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth, and this has been Jackassed. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!